You are listening to a message that was given at Living Word Chapel, Oracle, Arizona. It is our hope and prayer that God will use this message to speak to you and enrich your life. For more information, visit lwcoracle.org. You know, something uh, really special happens when we come together. And, and celebrate Christmas. Um, for the last two weeks, or for the last two Sundays, I've been, I've been talking about how uh, the Christmas story is a mirac- miraculous story. It's a story that's filled with, with miracles. And uh, some of you that are sitting here in, in the church this evening, you're a miracle. You're a miracle. You know, you've, you've gone through some things uh, some of you can look back and say, you know, I, I can't believe that I'm alive today. You're a miracle. And um, we shouldn't take this moment for granted. It's a, it's a great moment, right? I, I think about uh, myself, the guy who's preaching to you. He's a miracle. I told the, f- the, the first service, and I'll, I'll tell you this, the same thing, you know, when I... Um, when I came to, to Jesus and I became a follower of Jesus and then <clears throat> I felt the call to, to go into ministry, I never dreamt that I'd be, a, I'd be standing before people talking. Um, but I'll, I'll never forget that uh, my mother-in-law sitting right there in the front and she's a wonderful woman of God and uh, just has done a great job uh, directing the choir with Shauna's help. Yeah, big hand. But uh, <clears throat> I'll never forget that when uh, her mom, Gran- Granny Cooper, found out that I was going to be going into ministry, she said, can he do that? <laughs> After everything he's done, will they allow him to, to be in ministry? So we're, we're, we're all miracles. There's, 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 there's miracles happening all the time. But the, but the biggest temptation that we empower and the, is to minimize the miracle working power and the potential of God in our lives. Um, tonight, I, 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 my prayer is that, uh, that we will realize how to maximize the potential of God in our own lives, but also in the lives of others. Can you look at the person next to you and say, you're a miracle? You're a miracle. And you are. You are a miracle. And one of, the, one of the things is that we find out that it's because of, of, of Jesus Christ that we are miracles. You see, Christ, Christ is a miracle for us. Isaiah the prophet, he said this, and, I, and I, I'm going to just touch on it because I've, I've, I've talked about it in my first, first uh, part of the series. Uh, Isaiah said, a child is born for us. A son is given to us. And the government will rest on his shoulders. And I don't know about you, but as far as I'm concerned, we need some stability in government. With, with us going in shambles, I believe, I'm one of the first ones to say, let's pray for our president. Let's pray for that office right there. Let's pray for our senators. Let's pray for our governor. Let's pray for those who are leading us in this great nation that we call America. Right? On one side of the tracks. America on the other side. 
But pray, praise the Lord that the government rests on the shoulders of one. And when Jesus rules in your heart, you can be at peace. No matter what's going on around us. And it says, you know, he shall be called wonderful counselor. The word wonderful there is beyond our comprehension. Just like the galaxies are beyond our comprehension, this creator of, of the cosmos uh, is, is way beyond our limited, finite understanding. And yet he's, he, he decided to, to not only come to this earth, but to spend time with us and to help us navigate through life. There's someone here today that you're having a difficult time navigating through your life, but you've got the wonderful counselor that will be available to you. And he's a mighty God. There's nothing that we face that he won't help us through. Some of you have faced strokes. Some of you have faced uh, uh, some uh, other situations. Maybe uh, we had first service, we had someone that had had surgery on his hand with ligament damage. We were you have a mighty God that's bigger than anything that you face. And the everlasting father. And the prince of peace. So he's a miracle for us, but... Uh, um, Here's the, the beautiful thing is that he is Emmanuel, God with us. And if you want to get rid of your stress, you, you want to get rid of your anxiety, your, the, the anger that you may have in your life, you need the presence of Jesus in your life. And he'll do miracles. But not only is he a miracle for us, he's also a miracle in us. And Mary's story reveals this to us. You know, Mary found out that she was highly favored. Not because of her being Mary, but because of the one she would carry. The one in her. What reached out to Jesus. And Jesus came into our hearts and into our souls. And he filled us with God. And everywhere we go, God goes with us. And there's no better thing than that when you have the peace of God that rules in your hearts, not the stress of the world that's corrupting your mind and giving you difficulty. And when God is in us, no word that he speaks will ever fail. Exactly. No. Out of the mouth of babes, the Lord will speak. Amen, amen. But the whole thrust, the whole thrust of God living in us is that when God lives in us, you're a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. And then God begins to work and live through us. And here's what we need to know is that Jesus entered into a dark world. And, and maybe you've noticed, but the world around us is pretty dark at times. There's a lot of negativity. There's a lot of stuff going on all around us. I, I, I worked underground. I was an underground miner before I ever became a minister. And so I, under, I understand what great darkness is, and I understand how light, it, 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 it expires darkness. It, it illuminates it, and it, darkness cannot stand where there's light. And Jesus it was prophesied about him. Isaiah prophesied, and then Matthew said this. The people living in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. And the people in Jesus' day, they, were, they had been darkened by their environment, by the surroundings, by the, by, by the lifestyles that they were around. They were darkened by their peers, by the people that they ran with. 
And I know that none of you guys have ever been darkened by your friends or, by, you know, with the things that you're doing. But the other service, yeah, they probably were. And they were darkened by their own choices. Those choices that when we try to live independently of God, it, it, it has a way of darkening our lives. Every decision that we make independently of God has a potential to take us to some pretty dark places. I lived there for 26 years in some pretty dark places because I had, had the absence of God in my life. The Apostle Paul put it like this, for you were once darkness. He didn't say you lived in darkness, you were surrounded by darkness. He said you were darkness. And when he says that, he's speaking to James Reese. I was darkness. I, I, I had a lifestyle of darkness. And then he says, but now, you are the light in the Lord. And he says, live as children of light. And, and, and here's the miracle. I, I was in darkness. I, I didn't just live in darkness. But God, through his grace, he shed his life into my life. He shed his light into my darkness. And this soul that was darkened was illuminated by the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. And it changed my life forever. And Jesus can change your life forever. Because this is, these are, this is his word. He said, I am the light of the world. And whoever follows me will never walk in darkness. But you'll have the light of life. Now, let me just ask you a question. Uh, is there anyone in here with, you can, with a show of hands that you could use the light of God to shine in your life? Anyone, you could use, I'll put both of my hands up because I'm not ashamed. I, I, I continually need the light of God in my life. Is there anyone in here that would love to have the light of God shine through your life? How many of us would like to have the light of God would shine into our marriage? That I'd be, become a better husband? How many of us would like to have the light of God shine into the way I parent? And, and grandparent and all these things. His light to shine and illuminate our decisions. Right? Here's the big idea for tonight. Here's what I want you to grab a hold of. His light is bright through you. And he shows us this through his, his creation. I think about the moon and the sun. The moon is not a, the originator of light. The sun, S-U-N, is what illuminates the moon. The, the moon without the sun would never shine. Just like us without the sun would never shine. Right? Just like the moon is a reflection of the S-U-N, every follower of Jesus is a reflection of the S-O-N. Ain't that beautiful? And, and Jesus spoke into his followers. He says, you are the light of the world. You're like a city uh, on a hilltop that cannot be hidden, hidden. And no one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone 
when you do these things, will praise your heavenly Father. You know, this year, uh, we, we illuminated this whole campus. We put all kinds of Christmas lights up there, and, and, and Rick, it's, it's all Rick. Rick Hyman, our, our campus director. Give him a big hand. Rick, yay! And so, and so not only did Rick put lights up, but he put lights up that were straight. That's a task. But you, what I noticed about Rick is that when I said, Rick, we need to put lights up. I want it to be beautiful. I, I love Christmas. Put them up. I noticed that Rick didn't go into the closet and strand all the lights and then light it up. And everyone would come and say, your closet is incredible. <laughs> he lit it up on the outside. And that's exactly what Jesus does through us. Your world and my world is a better place when Jesus shines through us. You see, his light shines through our kindness. And I went through my tw uh, 2019 pictures. I have thousands of them. And this is a picture that was taken at one of my friends, one of my best friend's restaurants. He's a Billy Choi. He, he owned two restaurants in Tucson, wonderful Chinese restaurants. I'm not plugging them, but they're good. <laughs> and Billy, Billy went to Lordsburg, New Mexico, of all places, in the eighth grade. He knew no English. He came from mainland China. And I befriended him because all the Mexicans were picking on him. They didn't know he knew Kung Fu yet. They were going to be doing some kung fu fighting after a while. So Billy came and, 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 uh, and so we, we connected, reconnected in Tucson when he, when, he, when he found me. That's a long story. And so we get together and, uh, and Billy's a Buddhist. And I'm a Christian. But that doesn't stop me from loving him. And I show him the love of God, and he, he, he tells me continuously, James, he says, he says, you are so different. <laughs> See, Billy, I'm the same person, bro. The only thing different about me is God. And so, so Billy and I get together, and you see we're, we're, we're embraced in hands. And then the guy behind us right there is Jeff Goodman. Jeff is a pastor of the Springs Church in, in Tucson, in Marana. A wonderful brother, and, and, and we, just, we just have connected. And so we were there getting together, and there's three hands right there. A hand of an Asian, a hand of a vato, and a hand of a huero. And there's love, and there's kindness. Because that's what God does. And I'm believing with all of my heart that Billy Choi one day will say, Jesus, I need you as my Savior. And even if he does not, I will love him. But his light shines also through our service. So we had almost 200 people that went out and we served our cities in five different places. We went to Mammoth and, the, and, and, and cleaned up the city. We went to, uh, you know, here in Oracle, we, 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 we cleaned up the, the cemetery. For, for people, you know, you never know what the dead are going to say. We cleaned it up beautifully, and, 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 but his light shines when we serve. His light shines through our encouragement. We, enc we encourage each other in circles. When you, when you leave here today, you can see that right there. It's a beautiful picture of, of, of families that I love. And they're loving on each other. They're encouraging each other. They're eating together. They're having a good time. Some of you guys, you, you're here right now and you're in roles. 
You can encourage each other in roles, but when you leave here tonight, you're going to go with your families. You're going to go with loved ones. And you're going to sit down together. You're going to talk and you say, man, that was an awesome service, I, I pray. <laughs> but you say, that was the worst service I've ever seen. But you're going to be in a circle because we encourage each other in circles. His light shines through our gifting. You see, the, the young lady that was singing right here, Cheryl, she was born premature. And they didn't give her any hope to live. But God said, I'm going to give you life and I'm going to give you a voice and you're going to sing for my glory. And Art up here. Art, in the past months, he, he got diagnosed with Bell's palsy. And we've been praying for Art. And you know what Art says? I'm going to worship God no matter what. And he's up here worshiping Jesus with, with, with what difficulty he's facing because his light shines. God's light shines through our gifting. And his light shines through our worship. And this is where we practice the presence of God. And, and worship is a lifestyle. Worship is not what we do at church. It's, it's a part of what we do at church. But it's what we do with everything in our, in our lives. It's when we have God in the very center of our lives. And we have this communion with him. We, have, we celebrate his presence. And his light shines through our generosity. Whether, you, whether you're a person that is generous with your time and you come and mow uh, the whole uh, campus or or you're generous with your, uh, with your giving, and someone went and, and we reconstructed our second campus in, the Kearney, in Kearney, and they, they, they redid this, and it's beautiful. That's just a part of it. That's a start right there, and it was done through generosity. But his light was shining, and, and we had a full house, almost 100 people there at that Kearney campus uh, uh, on Sunday night. And tonight we probably have about, you know, 300 people for, for God's glory, and it's through the generosity of people. And, the, and right there we have the, 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 the directors of our kids' zone, that are there, they, that wall art right there. That it was through the generosity of people, and every child that goes in there and say, "Woohoo, I love it!" It's because of being generous. And can I tell you something? We will never outgive God. He gives continuously. He gives. There's a church, good friend of mine. There's a church in Casa Grande, and and they took up an offering, and they took up uh, the the big church in in, in Gilbert. They picked up five point two million dollars. They had a campaign. And the church in, in, in uh, they gave the church in Casa Grande 1.7 million. You know what they gave them, gave them that money for? To pay the medical bills of people that were hurting. 5.2 million dollars was going to pay medical bills of people that have outstanding debt for the glory of God. See, God is a generous God. He always works through his people. God never takes from you. God gives to you. His light shines through you, but this can only happen when you make room for Jesus in your heart. And some of you in here, you're, you're ready to make room for Jesus in your heart. Some of you, you're pushing Jesus away. Some of you, you're, 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 like, you're like that in Bethlehem. Here, here's the thing. In Bethlehem, G Jesus in Mary's tum-tum, he went everywhere, but no one made room for him in the inn. And here's my question to you. Someone make room for Jesus in their heart in Oracle. That's the biggest, biggest thing that you can ever do. And can I tell you that God, God will never, he'll never come into anyone's life without you welcoming him in. Did you know that? 
God doesn't force himself in. And let me say something to you. God's not the source of what's happened with your parents. God's not the source of what's happening in your life. God's not the source of all these things. God's not the source. He is the solution. He's not the, the source of your pain. He's the healer. And that miracle can start tonight if you open up your heart to Jesus Christ. But he knocks. Right now he's knocking on the door of your heart. And some of you think, oh, well, I'm not, I don't want to be religious. He hates religion. Religious people put him on the cross. He wants to have a relationship with you. He wants you to know that you're saved. And can I tell you something? When this happens in your life, you'll never be the same again. 26 years ago, Jesus came into my life, and I've never been the same. And it's the most exciting life that you could ever have. And I partied hard. I partied harder than some of you back in 1999. So I would like for all of us to just bow our heads. And I'm going to start out with this question. There wasn't room in Bethlehem in the inn. But will there be room in Oracle in your heart for Jesus? And I'm going to pray a prayer. And this, is, this, this is between you and God. This, this is not between anybody else. Not the person on your right, not the person on your left. This is between you and God. And if this prayer is yours, I want you to own it tonight. It's a simple prayer. Jesus, I need you in my life. I'm tired of living in the dark. So today I open up my heart and my life to you. I will follow you from this day forward. Shine your light in me so that your light can shine through me. In Jesus' name I pray. Keep your heads bowed, everybody. Keep your heads bowed. Now, if you're owning that prayer for you tonight, I want you to raise your hand. It's between you and God. Beautiful. I, I see all those hands. Praise God. Here, young ladies, praise God for that. I see your hand in the back. Young man, I see your hand there. Praise God. Praise God. Yeah, that's awesome. I see your hand. That's beautiful. That's between you and God. Here's the thing. He won't violate your free will. He will never come in unwelcome. He loves you. Yeah, I see your hand, bro. Praise God, dude. That's a big, bold step. Thank you, Jesus. God loves you so much. Probably about 12 people gave their life to Jesus tonight. Can we give God a big, big, big hand? Big hand. Here's what you need to know. If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and you believe in your heart that God raised from the raised him from the dead, you will be saved forever. It's your faith in Jesus that saved you tonight. And so, you know, I grew up in a, in, a, in, a, in a culture where we used to dance and romance with cumbias. But there is some dancing going on in heaven right now because of what you've done. Big hand. Thank you, Jesus. Now we're going to be blessed with a choir. They're going to do amazing. This has been a message from Living Word Chapel. We hope that you've been blessed by it. 
make sure you check out lwcoracle.org for more information.